everybody, and welcome to the Sports 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 Podcast. I am Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Palmaville. And joining us, as always, is the Sports Outsider, Phil Rand. I just want to say congratulations to Joel for stopping drinking. <laughs> yeah, I know. We're really proud of him. Yeah. I think it was the right thing to do. Yeah. I think it's going to do wonders for your health, yeah. for am, your diet, for your personality. Yeah. So much less now. He's got be two beers point. in front of him, and he just announced to us before the podcast that he had stopped drinking. <laughs> I said mostly stopped drinking. Okay. See, the thing is, I want you to have, uh, like, a child before you ruin your liver so you can be drunk dad at t-ball games. Yes, that's the fun stuff. <laughs> yeah. No, someday I so intend to... So slip one past the goalie soon. Fully intend to return to drinking within, like, you know, a few months to a year. Probably after I have yeah. my kid. Yeah. <laughs> but have your kid it's before be your juice turns to dust. Well, I'm probably going to have to do some <laughs> drinking there. Because, yeah. It's not going to turn to dust. Pretty I, soon. I keep it moving down there. Okay. You know? So real quick, we're going to set up the premise of the podcast. This oh. is the premise. This is the premise podcast. Yeah. So uh, so Phil is the sports outsider. That's this voice. Yeah. That, that, that would be that voice. And yeah. Joel and I are sports insiders. Yeah. yeah. I don't know much about sports. You guys know You're quite a bit fans. more about sports. All comedians yeah. living in Los Angeles. Oh, all yeah. comedians what from are the Michigan. Odds? What are the odds? Yeah. Go yeah. figure. And while we're all comedians and one person doesn't know about sports, it is a serious sports podcast. Right, we got real interviews Cannot with real people. Cannot emphasize that enough. Oh, have, that's yeah. right. Who do we have on the show today? This uh, this time we have an island inhabitant. <laughs> uh, he lives on the island that Adidas was going to give away for the yeah. 40-yard oh. dash uh, record breaker. Yeah. Oh, they, didn't, a, they did not end up giving it away. Yeah. They ran a, what was it, a 4 yeah, 422 was not wearing Adidas, so he did not win the island. Yeah, and so, the, the island inhabitant's name is just Wave. This does not... Wave? His name is Wave. Oh, just man, wave. that's awesome. Yeah. So we're wow. going to have Wave on later to talk about yeah. him. I don't know what his thoughts are on being potentially a prize. I guess. Yeah. It's kind of weird. It feels I, it's very It's going to be fun to really dig into this. He's going to come on and he's going to clear the air about, about his, his island. That's Which, good. Although I hear the island has very clear very air. Very clear air, yeah. No so, pollutions. So, so hopefully he'll do well because he's not used to clearing air. Usually. Right, yeah. He's yeah stepping out of his hut in the morning and going, ah. That's true. Mm. Do we have a wide world of weird sports? You're goddamn right we do. Tim Tebow to t- Totally Baseball mashup watch update. Tim Tebow, totally baseball, mash, 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 up. Update. Brought to you by Mentos. Feel the rush in your mouth. Totally baseball. (laughs) All right. Uh, Not football player Tim Tebow has begun his transition (laughs) to not baseball player. Already? Yep, already. On Wednesday, Timothy Richard Tebow parted the clouds and descended upon Port St. Lucie, Florida play in his first spring training game with the New York Mets, a team that lives so fully and completely in the shadow of the New York Yankees, they signed Tim Tebow as clickbait. <laughs> wow. Uh, Tebow started as the designated hitter and batted eighth. Oh, this is our first sign that something yeah, is amiss. What? Wait, see, that's... that's uh, you, you see, that's... the designated hitter does not play the field. It's usually a great hitter. It's usually not someone Only batting hits. eighth in the yeah. lineup. Oh, usually it's, a it's person somebody that you've higher. decided, yeah. And so if you're hitting that low... And also, are they was it in, in an A.L. Park? It, it, well, it's a spring training. Yeah. So it's Grapefruit League games. They do interleague and never mind. I don't know. Do they really? <laughs> don't they? Who's the sports outsider <laughs> now, Joel? <laughs> anyway, Tim Tebow wore number 97, which I think pretty accurately shows how serious spring training baseball is. Mm-hmm. There are so many players, they have to give them up to 97. In terms <laughs> Too of many. Uniform. You mean he couldn't get his old football number? No, could oh. not. Oh, 
bummer. But this is Florida, and he is Tim Tebow. The stadium was packed. Wow. Oh. Well, maybe, I mean, maybe we got that heroic moment where Tim Tebow, you know, got to show everybody they were wrong. This is where I just have fun with the podcast. It says right here, uh, you can ease up on the sarcasm, Joel. It's dripping all over the floor. <laughs> there we go. You knew. Yeah, I knew. I knew it was coming. So in, in his first at-bat, he faced AL Cy Young winner Rick Porcello. Oops. Oh, well, that's, yeah. that's so bad. <laughs> and, and struck out looking. He struck out against Rick Porcello? Rick Porcello. Afterwards, Tebow had a friendly word for plate umpire uh, Ryan Addington, or Addington, which reportedly cleared up Addington's psoriasis. Oh. Whoa, he yeah. heals the sick. Yeah. He, he does. You'd think he'd focus on that instead of being bad at sports. Yeah. Fourth inning. The bases are juiced. Ooh, Ooh, here we go. No outs. Mets trailing Boston. Natural moment. Tebow came to the plate. He had a sharp grounder to second base for a double play. Oof. A run scored. Hey, there we go. But he was not credited with an RBI yeah. because he's just that selfless. Oh, that was nice of him. He gave the RBI to a poor <laughs> kid in the stands. No, you don't also because you don't get an RBI when you ground into a double play with the bases yeah. loaded. Because, That's too bad. Uh, the announcer said, and this is not this is not a joke. Said first standing ovation I've ever seen for hitting into a double play. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That it's is bad. A, if that's a mean, mean announcer. The though. bases are loaded with no outs. You want to score, you know, a bunch of runs. Sixth inning, third at bat. Runners on first and third, no outs. Hit by pitch in the shoulder. Hey, there oh, we go. Somebody plunked Tebow. It was not intentional. It was by fellow Gator, Brian Johnson, mm. who was booed <laughs> as Tebow jogged to first base, loading the bases. He did not stay there long. The next batter, LZ Mazzilli, hit a weak line drive to second base. Tebow broke for second on contact. Mm. I want to emphasize this. With no outs on a ball in the air <laughs> and was doubled off first. Oh yikes. Eighth inning, fourth at bat. Well, I mean He's we still should, in the game. We That's should a lot of we should bats. point out Tebow, well known for not being a particularly strong runner, you know. He's <laughs> a quarterback. He was a real pocket passer. Uh Tebow again, it's all over the floor, Joel. Careful with the sarcasm. <laughs> Tebow was facing Brandon Workman, who struck him out on three pitches. Woo! He threw two fastballs on the inside corner. Tebow noticeably flinched. <laughs> he had wow. been plunked in his previous at-bat. <laughs> sure. And then Workman just threw a curveball on the outside corner, nice and easy, strike three. Wow. Uh, yeah, there you go. Did did Workman turn around and go, hey, everybody, <laughs> I'm going to throw a curveball in the outside corner for a three-pitch strikeout. And then do it and strike him out? He did. <laughs> Tim Tebow, totally baseball mashup watch update. Tim Tebow, totally baseball mash, mash, mash up. Update brought to you by Mentos. Feel the rush in your mouth. I got to find a new guy to sponsor. <laughs> news, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. NBA may change All-Star Game. What? what? Sub-headline. Oh, no. Don't do that, Adam Silver. No. Oh, That'd be the worst. Are they going to add defense? Well, here's the thing. With a final score of 192 to 182, the West prevailed. The NBA All-Star Game is essentially a real-life version of NBA Jams. Yeah. Wait, is that and real? It was 192 to 182? Yes, that's yeah. a total of 374 points. Wow. Everybody backs off and lets everybody dunk. It's a, it's an exhibition thing. It oh. broke the previous record, 374 points, of 369 points. Mm. That was set in, in 2016. Ooh. And, and that 369 broke... multiples of... 
three. Yeah, and that that actually broke the previous record of three hundred twenty-one points set in uh, twenty fifteen, <laughs> which broke the previous record of three hundred eighteen points set in. 2014. Wait, stop, Jordan. I'm really good at pattern recognition. <laughs> which which broke the record of MTV's Rockin' Jock, which introduced <laughs> the 25-point, 25 25-foot-high 25 shot. But nobody could ever make that shot. It was oh, so, so hard. No, so one guy one guy did it once. I remember. I was watching that game. It was a come from behind. Oh, because wow. Because you also got the points for the other bucket that it went through. Right, so right, So it ended up right. being a 28-pointer. Ah, that's true. I want to say I, I watched that, and Bieber played in it, and he I was remember like that. 11. <laughs> I oh, that, I, yeah. I was watching this way before Bieber. Yeah, I'm like I'm like mid '90s. You were like Dan 90s. Cortez. <laughs> yeah, but like 11 year old Bieber. Remember when Bieber first came on? No, I was scene? not yeah, watching yeah. Rock and Jack when Bieber was 11. <laughs> I, I was specifically tying this to my adolescence. All right. Uh, but anyway, the NBA All Star Game is essentially what the game would look like if everyone's favorite thing about the NBA, players taking charges, was eliminated. <laughs> so let's be careful what we wish for. Right. <laughs> Now, Phil, I'm going to ask you. Okay, you're the you're the average man. You're not an average sports I would man. say you're below average, average man. You're, the, you're yes. a below average man. That's yeah. what Lindsay keeps saying. Would That's, you? Oh, oh my oh. heart! My heart! A roast <laughs> joke. Um, but uh, seeing that many points, is that something you want to see as a fan? Yeah. Okay. I think so, because it's a lot of slamma-jamma ding-dongs, right? Right. No, it's a lot of points. So I, I imagine the average I fan, would get bored after a while, I would think. Do you think the monotony of the spectacular would make the spectacular monotonous? I think it would, because it's just too much of a good thing. Like, if all you do every day is eat steak, then uh, french fries seem really great. This is unexpected. This is a Joel opinion that you're <laughs> expressing right now. You do realize that, right? Nah, I just every once in a while I want to see a buzzer beater. If they had a buzzer go off every 10 seconds <laughs> and they were just whipping the ball across the court, oh, man. You do realize that that's the exact opposite of what you just said. Right, but that was a different kind of special. <laughs> so, but there was a lot of complaining this year. Okay. Really? Despite this, more people watched last month than had tuned in for the Sunday night event in four years. Wow. So more people siding with Phil, but uh, said uh, Kyrie Irving... For me, I would love to play in a competitive game. He plays for the Cleveland Cavaliers, a team that decides on a nightly basis whether to be competitive or not. And <laughs> who's going to play? Steve Kerr said, I think we could talk about gimmicks and talk about anything we want, whether it's the money or involves charity. It comes down to players taking it seriously. In my mind, what's happened is everybody's trying to be so cool out there that you almost feel guilty if you play hard. Wow. <laughs> yeah. A stunning indictment. That's too bad. Like, oh, look at Mr. Lamo over there trying to win. What they want is, uh, did you read the stories about when, uh, so when they were shooting Space Jam, Michael Jordan had lost in the finals the year before. So he had a basketball court built like at the studio and he invited in like a bunch of NBA players to like scrimmage with him. Mm -hmm. And apparently if anyone thought that it was sort of going to be like a fun pickup game because it was over the summer it was not oh jordan was like out for blood all summer long was he just trying to get into character to play against the monstars no i think he, oh. he was he was like i'm shooting i don't a, know i think he might he, shooting a like movie with win. cartoons and i just lost in the finals jordan apparently a very competitive guy lola bunny is yeah. not just a cartoon to me joel she's very real <laughs> my favorite quote was one guy was like i thought maybe because it was summer they'd be bullshitting they were not bullshitting <laughs> Uh, All-Star MVP, uh, Anthony Davis, disagreed. He said the All-Star is all about offense and giving the crowd a show. But if fans want to see a little more defense as fans and everything, I mean, no one wants to go out there and get hurt. <laughs> That's true. Bingo! No, no one's gotten hurt because of good defense since 2004. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much. 
Detroit basketball. So, but Adam Silver uh, said he had uh, spoken with Chris Paul about this and thinking about getting a bunch of people together, uh, NBA players, former NBA players, and owners to make the game more competitive. Okay. And he was at an MTV, uh, MTV, MIT, totally oh. different. Much different from MTV. Sports analytics uh, conference. And he said this uh, when he was on a panel with Nate Silver, two mm-hmm. Silvers, one panel. You hear people talking about four-point shots. Yeah. Something that's not about to happen in the NBA, but maybe in an all-star game. Ooh. Maybe there's a few spots on the floor where there's a, a four-point shot. Maybe there's a half-court shot in the last minute that's worth 10 points. Buzzer beaters. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe those are crazy ideas. They're speaking Phil's language. Yeah. I encourage all people to email adam at mba.com. We will change it by next year. It shouldn't be playoff intensity, but the guy should be playing. Uh, I got a pitch. Yeah, well, well you can email the him, but you can also adam tell at us mba.com. The adam at mba.com. NBA All-Stars versus the Harlem Globetrotters. Ah, but then the Washington Generals will have no one to play. Yeah, for a night. That's all they have. That's all they have. They <laughs> All they do is lose. If they're not losing, what is them? The NBA All-Stars play a doubleheader against the Washington Generals and the, the Harlem Globe. I bet the Washington Generals would not win again. <laughs> <laughs> Joining us now on the podcast is Wave. Hello, it's a pleasure to be here. Wade, yes. you are from the island. I'm from the island, yes. <laughs> what is the name of your island? The name of my island, it's been called Adidas Island. Oh, so Adidas had an island. Adidas, it's the Adidas came in and named the island. I've had ancestors living here for many years. And uh, Adidas came in, just named it Adidas Island. This puts a new spin on it. Maybe Adidas was trying to get rid of their island. Yeah. They were like, we have an island. Yeah, maybe we can get rid of this. Oh, maybe I don't know why they get rid of it. Oh. And, nah. and so how is what what's life like on a Adidas island? Oh, it's island? terrible. Oh. It's a terrible island. Oh. We when okay, when my great 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 grandfather came to this island, okay. Back when it was still a, a cultural island, it was a real honest to god island. What was the name of the island before it was Adidas Island? It was called Vizania. Oh, Vizania Island. It was named after Fair our god Vizania. Vizania. Oh, okay, your god yep. Vizania, right? And then Adidas came in, bought it when I was a kid, got rid of all of our... They, they smashed all of our religious idols. Oh, God. They, they said, I'm your God now. <laughs> oh, no. Adidas came in and said, I'm your God now. You worship me. Okay. And hmm. uh, we didn't have any Adidas on the island, so we all had to be barefoot. I'm a little confused as to how how this really works into Adidas's larger corporate scheme. Oh, I don't, I don't think these are corporate types <laughs> who are running the island. No. Why? What, who are these Smashing people? Smashing religious idols seems very extreme. Well, they're, they're all shirtless, and they're covered in tattoos, and they wear domino masks, and they just punch all the time. Constantly punching. Domino masks? They wear dom- like sex slaves. They wear domino masks, and they just punch all the time. Wow, that's... Yeah, uh... and they say, where are you gods now? <laughs> that's been my whole life. Practically my whole life has been and so my Morton Beatons from Adidas reps. Yeah. I don't know if you were aware of this, but your island was offered as a prize at oh, the NFL yeah. Combine. We were so excited about that. Yeah, well, oh, yeah. Why, why you were excited to be given to just an athlete? Oh, yeah, we're ready for a change. It's really <laughs> bad there. Do you know that they, they portion out our drinking water? We have one well. They okay. portion out our drinking water. And if they don't like what we're wearing that day, they just give us a thimble of water. 
That's not uh, enough that's water. That's not safe. No, at that's all. not enough yeah. water to live and on. And they say water makes you greedy. Then later, I went and saw Mad Max, realized where they got it from. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That yeah. sounds awful. I got to tell you, Adidas reps here in America are very different. Oh, well, I wish I had them then. <laughs> Did they at least, uh, you know... You're in Adidas Island. Did you get any sweet uh, gear? Some oh, swag? we did get some sweet gear. Yeah? Yeah. So they the Band-Aids they put on us to keep us from bleeding all over the sand, they got the three stripes on them. Well, like not, Adidas stripes. That's oh, nice. Okay. In, yeah. in several sizes, I would hope, for the oh, yeah. different severity several of the sizes cut. for just... And they also have the ones where instead of getting stitches, you got the the stitch tape. Oh, the butterfly stitches. Those got yeah, three yeah. little three little uh, slashes on it as well. Okay. Uh, what about like a you know something like a shirt or sandals? Oh, uh, we're not shoes? allowed to wear shirts. <laughs> no. No, nah, they don't let us. They actually have webcams that they put around the island. They call it uh, shirtlessnatives.com. They put it up, charge people to go on it, and uh, we make them little money. We don't see any of it. Boy, they're just screaming. Squeezing every last drop. Yeah, well, they do. That's why we don't have much water. You know, when, yeah. when they talk about the resource curse, it's usually not about hot bodies <laughs> yeah. being the resource. Well, that's the thing is we don't have a lot of body fat because we barely eat. <laughs> so that well, helps. They're starving you. And we have to you're... work really hard to, in order to survive, so we got big muscles. Well, that's yeah. good. We don't wear shirts. We don't eat. So we've all got pretty good bodies. <clears throat> well, they I, don't I, let us have sex there either, though. No, because they Why say not? children take up more resources. You'd think, so, though, that that would really boost the value of the webcam. You'd think, but then pr- the pregnant women don't—they don't turn out the same oh, kind of revenue. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's like a niche thing. Oh, I really wish that we had a different person <laughs> taking over the island. Well, okay. you know, actually, I, really I don't wish. know if you heard this, but Joe Ross actually ran. Oh, did he win? Well, he, oh my God, he ran the no. fastest time ever. Oh. He ran four. So who's two, my new leader? Joe Ross. Well, no, 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 Joe no, Ross. No, no. no oh, here's the I'm thing. I'm so excited. Wave, 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 wave. Does he have a? No. a does he? Have, is he wearing a domino mask? No, no, no he does not wear not a domino a mask. Oh, thank God. Seems, seems like he would be can a see benevolent the, ruler. At the very least, I could see the whites of his eyes if he decides to beat could me. Could give you good. No, I mean, I don't think he's going to beat you no, at all. No, oh, thank goodness. Well, if he were the ruler, he'd probably be. Free and clear with the water. I'll build an idol made after him. Hey, absolutely. I'll do it. And he he might appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, though. What? Wait, unfortunately. He what? was not wearing the Adidas cleats. You needed to be wearing Is Adidas cleats. Yeah, yeah, well, Adidas was giving out the prize. Oh, no. So he said, you have to be wearing our cleats. And he was wearing Nike cleats. Oh. Nike cleats. What a bunch of monsters, huh? <laughs> so the the island, I mean, I guess in one way, it's, you oh, won't be given no. away. You'll you'll That's stay at this island. That's yeah. terrible. I'm so- I want to be given away. Wave, do you ever dream of freedom? Every day. Every day I dream of freedom. You know, sometimes I, I look out at the moon at night, and I think, you know, free people are living under the same moon. It's true. They are. Then I shed a single tear, and then I drink it, because I'm thirsty. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Joe Ross is free. I believe it. I yeah. believe it. Do you think, I mean, here's the thing. Adidas might do this promotion next year. Oh, I hope so. You know, who knows? Adidas at their company Christmas party could do something like this. Oh, you know what? A world leader could come and just save us. We could just, (laughs) well, like maybe if you start wearing ribbons, perhaps give it to people at the Academy Awards. (sighs) The thing is, all of the, all of the ribbon colors are taken. That's true. Maybe you could match it. Maybe a polka dotted one. Yeah. You know, only Mm, only really unappetizing colors and patterns are left. So I don't think anyone's really. How about yellow and black? Like a little bumblebee polka dot. I don't think think that's taken. I can't remember what. Oh, I think for, for you want to prevent hive collapse. Well, you could just post it on Facebook too. Just be like, we should save this song. 
Island. Well, I'm actually not raise on a GoFundMe. Yeah, you know what? So. Well, I, well, I mean, you could you could do a GoFundMe. Why don't you like maybe someone on your island could kind of get something going? You know? Yeah, I wish we had internet. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go out on a limb here, Jordan. And based on the previous description of the island, I don't think that they have internet access. Yeah, we we're just now getting movies from the 1980s. And the guys with the domino masks, they just walk around the island constantly punching. Just punching. That's <laughs> all they do is punch. But you do get movies. What's your favorite movie? Oh, there was a great one that just came out. It was called E.T. Oh, I love E.T. Yeah, he oh, wanted to go home, too. a movie. He wanted to go home. I don't want to go home. <laughs> That's the home. difference. Have you ever thought about trying I'm different to than e. like, build a canoe and escape or something? Have you ever seen Moana? Uh, no. Oh. Neither have I. <laughs> <laughs> it's surprising that you know of the existence of Moana. I was changing the subject. Yeah. But, like, you, you've never tried to escape the island? No, I've seen the Academy Awards. I know this movie's coming out. They wear all the ribbons. Wow, that's cruel. Yeah. They they make you watch the Academy Awards. But none but of the movies? See the movies? None of the movies. I, You know, I would try to escape the island, except they put sharks in all the waters around it to make sure we don't escape. Well, if you're in a boat. Yeah, it's a boat-eating shark. Oh, my <laughs> God. Feeds on boats. <laughs> Big shark. Well, then, if they ate your boat, you'd still be safe. Yeah, until the shark eats me. I mean, no, boat eating sharks. Boat, boat eating, eating sharks. sharks also eat humans, Joe. Oh, everyone knows the boat is the you appetizer. You know, maybe you should take my place shark. on the island so you can learn something about sharks. <laughs> maybe Thought a cultural a exchange is in yeah. place yeah. here. Yeah. There we, we go. We take on Wave. We send uh, Adidas Island yeah. Joel. I'll be on the podcast. Uh, I don't. I don't. Think I can that's be a sports a insider, <laughs> even though they don't let us play sports on the island. And now it's time for another wide world of Weird Sports! Wide world of weird sports. What do we got this week? This week's wide world of weird sports, the 1994 Cleveland Indians corked bat incident. Ooh. You guys have never heard of this one. I can tell by your uh, affirming ooze. Well, the, the, the 1994 Cleveland Indians, that's still in the era of, of one of Pulp the strongest fiction. lineups of all time. Yeah, right? yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think this is Albert Bell, I'm going to yeah. assume. Shawshank Redemption, Quiz Show. Good year. Pulp Fiction. Forrest Gump. The 1994 Cleveland Indians corked bat incident took place on July 15th, 1994 at Kaminsky Park in Chicago. During a major league baseball game. Wait, during a major league baseball game? This is not the minors. <laughs> We're kicking it up to the majors, fellas. Oh. Uh, in the first inning of the game between the Cleveland Indians and the Chicago White Sox, White Sox manager Gene Lamont was tipped off. Gene Lamont! Gene Lamont had a managing job? I had no idea. He was He's... a longtime bench coach for the Tigers in the uh, He was the White Sox manager, Gene Lamont. He was tipped off that an Indian's batter, Albert Bell, was using a corked baseball bat. Mm -hmm. Under the rules of Major League Baseball, a manager may challenge one opponent's baseball bat per game. So if you cheat with two bats, you, only you get away with one. You one challenge per game? I did not know that. I really yeah. feel like you'd, you'd... It feels like you might as well cork all your bats at that point. Yeah. Just take the one that you lose and then go on. You're like, oh, no, our catcher. <laughs> oh, it's not terrible. Now, now, Phil, we should ask you, as a sports outsider, do you understand what it means to cork a bat? Uh, yeah, it hits the ball further. No. I oh. mean, you, it, it weighs less so you can swing it faster. Okay. So they hollow out the inside of the bat and fill it with, say, cork, which is oh, okay. lighter than the wood. And then okay. they, they got a very elaborate process so it's for cheating. recapping the top of it. They're it, cheating. Yeah, it's yeah. a form of cheating, but one of the, like, fun, quirky 
cheating I ways. I see. In so nobody like really judges it. Yeah, you get suspended for like a week. You know. Okay, that's fun. You usually don't get caught. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't help that much. So, okay. Yeah. Well, that's fun. Yeah. So what if you swing your bat and it breaks and then there's cork in the middle? Do oh, people, then, then you, you get suspended. Ask. Yeah, oh, okay. that's happened. Happened to Sammy Sosa. It was oh, a really? big deal. Yeah. Oof. Uh, Lamont challenged Bell's bat with umpire Dave Phillips, who confiscated the bat and locked it up in the umpire's dressing room. Oh, good call. What should good they call. do? The theft. <gasps> The Indians, knowing the bat was indeed corked, dispatched relief pitcher Jason Grimsley to retrieve the bat. Grimsley took a bat belonging to Indians player Paul Sorrento and accessed the area above the false ceiling in the clubhouse and crawled across with a flashlight in his mouth until he reached the umpire's room. Awesome! I gotta Ridiculous. tell you, awesome! There's, Ridiculous. There's few things that really hammer home... Your role in the team when they're going, right? Who's gonna go steal Albert's bat? And right. Like, uh, you. You, yeah. back of the bullpen guy. <laughs> you You're arrested. Me? We don't care. Thanks for putting me in A game, coach. <laughs> uh, he switched Bell's bat with Sorrento's and returned to the clubhouse. During the sixth inning, the umpire's custodian noticed clumps of ceiling tile on the floor of the umpire's room, plus. Twisted metal brackets in the ceiling. Oh, the perfect crime yeah. gone wrong. Yeah. After the game, Phillips noticed the bats were different when he saw the replacement bat was not as shiny and also <laughs> was stamped with Sorrento's signature. <laughs> that's the oh, that's the that's the biggest boner of them. The move. worst laid plan. You need plan. to grab an Albert Bell bat that's not cork because yeah. all the major leaguers have their names right. on their bat. They should have thought of that. Ocean's oh, Eleven, this was not. No, this was Ocean's <laughs> Duh. Uh, the Chicago police were called, <laughs> and the White Sox threatened charges against the burglar. <laughs> <laughs> which would be an amazing thing to be arrested for. I'm just a relief pitcher. Uh, an investigation that Saturday was carried out by a former FBI agent flown in by the MLB. Oh. The equipment room was dusted for fingerprints. <laughs> And the path the burglar burglar took was discovered. <laughs> Busted. Uh, recovery. I'm noticing a lot of Cheeto judgment. dust on the ceiling. <laughs> Who me? <laughs> <laughs> the Indians were ordered by the American League to produce Bell's original unaltered bat. Initially, the AL had threatened to involve the FBI in regards to the burglary, but dropped the issue in exchange for the bat. On July 18th, the bat was sent to the MLB in New York where it was x-rayed and then sawed in half in the presence of Bell and the Indians GM, John Hart. I'm sorry, x-rayed? Yeah. With all the bats, they couldn't just go ahead and crack her open? Man, I guess that not. seems like a huge waste of money. Well, they ended up sawing it in half later. But. Right! If you're going to saw it in half anyway. Well, they had the x-ray laying around. Why not? <laughs> I think if the x-ray proved that there was no cork in it, then they wouldn't have sawed open your bat. Because that, there we go. That makes sense. about a bat. Right, but how much does an x-ray cost? I mean, I do they have the bat MLB, insurance? Yeah, I was going to say, I assume the MLB gives health, really good health insurance to the bats. Yeah, <laughs> it's important. The bat was found to be corked and Bell was suspended by the AL for 10 games. 10, 10 games. A 10-game suspension out of 162 yeah. for an incident that involves In someone. fairness, that this season ended in August. So yeah, sure. <laughs> this one, yeah, so yeah. it was a much, much higher percentage this season. I completely forgot. <laughs> yeah. In fairness, on appeal, his suspension was dropped to seven games. Oh. <laughs> there you go. Did, they, did, they do any, did, did anything happen to Jason Grimsley? Did anything happen to the culprit, the bat burglar? 
Uh, initially, Grimsley's participation in the caper was a secret. In 1999, when he was a pitcher for the New York Lan- Yankees, Grimsley revealed his participation <laughs> in an interview with the New York Times. He stated that he'd used Sorrento's bat to replace Bell's because all of Bell's bats were corked. <laughs> so busted. They couldn't switch it with a legal oh, bat. That's great. The story was corroborated oh. by England Indian shortstop Omar Vizquel in his, ni- in his 2002 yeah. book where he confirmed that all of Bat's bells were indeed corked. Holy hell. You don't keep one around that's not, not corked. Not one fake. Just wow. in case. You get tipped if they know before the game and they go, well, Albert, well, let's not bring any of the corked bats. And he's like, eee. Here's the thing, coach. They're all court. <laughs> and that brings us then to another wide world of Weird Sports. Sports. Citizens of Podcast Town, thanks for tuning in. But it's come to a close of a sports, sports, sports podcast. Before we go, we're going to have Wave come on and give you our contact information. All right. Thank you for not kicking me out. No, of I course not. It. You can stay as long as you want, Wave. Oh, well, thank you. Then I'm moving in. No, well. Punched in the face. Kind of got an iffy thing going on with immigration now, oh, so you're yeah, gonna have to fair. go that's back. Fair. All right. Well, you can find all of our uh, episodes at SoundCloud.com/sportsnumber3podcast. SoundCloud.com/sportsnumber3podcast. If you have internet, use it. It's a gift. Enjoy it. <laughs> it's hard to find in some places of the world. You can find us on Twitter by going to Twitter.com/sportsnumber3podcast. While you're there, keep your statement short. Uh, and you can send help through Twitter, too. You can just say, help the people of Adidas Island. They need it. Start a hashtag. Get it circulating. It'll help us out a lot. Or you can go to Facebook.com slash Sports Number 3 Podcast. Uh, on Facebook, you can uh, you can make sure to go to our GoFundMe page. Help help the Adidas Islanders. And but then clear, donate. When you, say, when you say you can do these things. You can't do these things. I can't do them. Yeah. No, I can't even retrieve the money. I'll need someone to do that for me on the page. Yeah. Thanks for having me, though. Thanks, Wave. Hey, guys. Hey, Joel. Joel. I really am drinking a lot less. I don't I, I don't I, think it, that at all. Your second beer is almost sort of gone. It's happenstance that I had two beers tonight, okay? Yeah. Because I, I am rarely drinking. But, you know, as compared to the old days when I would, you know what? It's Lights off. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.